Well hi and welcome along. What we're going to be talking about this week is really how much service you are to others. Okay and what does it mean to be of service? And uh, you know I remember that when I was doing a course um, once somebody showed me the Japanese character for listening and, uh, and what it was was um, as if listening on bended knee to a message that was coming from above and this was this like the look of this um, hiragana or this Japanese um, character and I realized that when you're of service to somebody like can you imagine if somebody's talking to you and you're listening as if on bended knee waiting for the information to come and then you're delivering back to them a message and it really made me understand and take a step back in terms of how many people that I was truly serving because I know it's important to serve yourself but when you become more empowered now what's really important is that you are of service to as many people as you can using your unique talents and your gifts and when you get to this stage what's really exciting is that you can be of service just by smiling at someone giving words of encouragement um, perhaps buying them a little gift if you're thinking of them at that pl place maybe picking up the phone and just calling them on the telephone real live time and saying hello and I'm thinking of you um, what can you do that is of service to somebody and and so what's important this week is as we as we start to explore this whole topic is that you understand that this doesn't have to be just the people that will, are within your sphere in fact what we're trying to do is start to get this paying it forward or this rippling effect that is occurring and as we empower more and more people and you know have you seen the movie pay it forward if you haven't you absolutely that's your homework and um, you know box of tissues whatever you need to sit down and enjoy that film and really be there in the moment of that little boy and what he creates in that movie and understanding that it comes from from a perception that if we understand that it is our role to pay it forward on the planet and we understand that if somebody's there and we can just give them a gift and expect nothing in return for ourselves but that they would pass that gift on threefold to somebody else well then we really have harnessed some incredible um, I guess intention that we can see a major difference within our lifetime because really that's all it is isn't it is our hope for that our service to somebody else will inspire them and leave a legacy of service to more people and so the first question that I ask you is who is of service to you if you think about the people that have been the most significant in your life and who have really served you did they serve you in a um, gentle kindly manner or did they serve you in more of an honest truthful manner did they serve you physically in terms of um, provide for you and allow you education or space to get education you know who are these people that are the most significant that are popping up into your mind straight away because what we want to do is come up with what we call an inspiration chart and we want to understand that you know you can serve somebody by producing a book that gets into the hands of someone you've never met that can completely change the direction of their life and I've had so many books that have molded me and shaped me and I've never had the intention to meet the authors in fact I've never even 
the thought of the possibility to meet the authors because they've come through book programs that have come direct out of the United States or whatever it is and and the entire book you can tell that the biggest vision that that person had was to get a book that was a, a national bestseller not an international bestseller because all of their examples they're using is you know we as Americans and you know what I understand in America and you realize you know I'm reading this in Australia and I'm feeling exactly the same emotions that you're feeling and so when you're serving you can start to serve a global community now because of the internet and the access to information everywhere and it's very much a global village and when you understand that you start to realize that therefore you don't need to just serve your community, you need to serve your country, you need to serve the planet. And when you have that level of service as an intention, then what you're able to create far, far, far outweighs anything you ever imagine that you can create. Because you're doing it from a sense of alignment, you're using all the skills that you've learnt up until now in terms of empowerment, and therefore we have a great opportunity to be able to serve one another to co-create what will be an incredible planet for our kids and their kids to actually grow up on. So who is it that you're actually serving? And you know, the first person, as we always say, is service to self, you know, as above, so below. So if you start to feel that you, you've not been serving yourself lately, then that's the first place you need to start. You know, serve yourself with a, with a default diary, with a budget, with a cash flow. Respect yourself enough to understand that these are minor disciplines that you really need to master at an early stage of life. And you need to be able to live within your means and be able to create opportunities for other people if and so they need you. Okay, the, the hardest thing to do is try to save the planet but not be able to pay your own taxes and not be able to pay your own bills. Alright, so we call that in terms of um, our program SMILES Survival. You need to get yourself out of survival. You need to serve yourself first and understand in a survival nature what you need for your health, what you need for your well-being, socially, spiritually, what on a weekly basis are your survival needs and so you can get those looked after. And then you're able to serve yourself more materially. Okay, once you've looked after all those basic needs and you've put a bit away for the winter and you've, you know, put a few stop gaps in there just in case anything comes unhinged, then what's the stuff that you actually want? And when you understand that it is just stuff, you see it as stuff. If you focus on stuff, you end up with stuff all. That's what I was taught when I was learning how to be a business coach, is that, you know, that's not the aim of life, is to gather stuff. But, you know, we all want stuff. Don't think that you're not allowed to have stuff. It's in a proportion to how much you earn. And so when you're serving yourself, you know, what are the things that you would like? Do you want to have beautiful sporting equipment, a personal trainer, organic vitamins and clean water and clean air. Is it important for you to have a library of books of your own instead of always going to the public library? You know, do you want to attend courses and learn for yourself? Do you want to travel overseas and learn in the real world? What is the stuff that you actually want? Okay, so what's it going to take in terms of income? And when you are developing income, then you're serving the community. Okay, so you go out onto the planet and you provide a value. And that value then is determined by how much your customer is willing to pay you. Now, if you're in business, that is what a business is. If you're in a job, your service that you give is to your employer and they pay you for that service. 
Okay, so just realise where your value is. If you're an investor, then you serve the market and you get a return on your investment. So depending on where you are is where your service levels are. And depending on where you're playing, as Robert Kiyosaki talks about in terms of the employee quadrant, self-employed, business owner, investor, is how much leverageability you have. You know, how much leverage have you got if you're in a job that you're working, how empowered are you if somebody else dictates what you do on a daily basis, when you do it and how you do it? You've got very, very small amounts of leverage and therefore your wealth is smaller than somebody who can add value into the marketplace and then get leverage from that value by maybe hiring personal assistants to do other work, you know, by being able to um, have a housekeeper, a nanny to look after kids right through to, um, you know, a, a, a virtual assistant who's um, producing a lot of the work that you don't need to produce now. Um, a team of people that go out and do all the sales and do all the operations of your business and now you just do the vision and the, and the planning part of your business. Like how are you creating your leverage? And so by serving the community more and more and by getting more and more leverage, then what you understand is then you can serve the planet. Because let's say, for example, that you take a small proportion of the value that you add back onto the planet and you take a portion of that money and you funnel it directly into some form of charity that you can make sure is controlled, that it's getting to the desired location. So it's not being sucked up in administration fees, for example. And that was really important to me that as, uh, as an enlightened millionaire, an empowered, enlightened, healthy millionaire, um, what I wanted to create was a team of people that were committed to this growth and personal growth for themselves but on the basis that as they grew in wealth they also grew in gratitude and they were able to filter some money back to be able to help the planet. Okay so that's what we call an enlightened millionaire so it might be somebody who say tithes 10% as they go along in their journey. And you know for me when I was able to have that compassion fund and be able to help out whether or not that's you know, helping out um, a family member if they need some money, helping out um, a charity if they need a sponsor, you know, giving donations when and where I felt that I wanted to give donations anonymously. Because you recognise that it, it's, I do that to serve myself. It makes me feel good to give because it makes me feel grateful that I can give. And so yes, that is great that there's a law of precession there, that by me feeling good, it means that something good has happened. So that's a bit like, you know, the, um, the bumblebee. It's very selfish, the bumblebee. It goes around sucking nectar. That's what it does. You need to see the bee movie if you haven't seen that. It's a very selfish life. But actually what happens in the law of precession, and Buckminster Fuller teaches all of this precessional stuff, is that, you know, unconsciously what's occurring is that all the flowers are being pollinated and they're able to blossom and then we have a beautiful planet. And so we're able to admire the flowers but without the bees doing what they do selfishly we wouldn't be able to have that. And so as you're of service to yourself and you allow yourself to shine in terms of your unique talents and your gifts, you have precessional effects that you don't realise. And so you go about doing what you presume is selfish. So for me, it's all about personal development and reading books and I could just sit and read and study and do courses and get online and learn as much as I can and then produce it 
to be of service to the planet to basically bundle up every bit of information that I've learned give myself as the sacrificial turkey that's gone and done all of the freaky trail and basically come up at the end and said well this person's authentic and this person's not and stay away from there and definitely go that way and this is what I found you know that's that was the journey that I chose to take now what's been some of the precessional effects that that's happened okay because you know it's important to stop every now and again and realize that I was just serving myself when I decided to, you know, check out um, what what was really important to me with this whole, um, you know, feng shui thing, and and um, but you know what happened was when I supported her, I actually recognised that you know she was in a situation in her life where she needed some help as well, you know, and from that she was able to leave a relationship that's really destructive, to travel over to America, which was one of her major goals to visit Montana and stay with some incredible people and make some new friends and to come back and get herself out of the financial challenge she was in into a new relationship and experience all that life had to offer. From me, just being selfish, wanting to um, you know, serve myself and find out what was about that. But it didn't end there, you know, I introduced her to my mother-in-law and my mother-in-law had had some um, challenges that she had um, all through her life and this was the one lady who had been able to make sense of what had happened for her and what she achieved in one afternoon people had been trying to achieve for decades and it was incredible to see you know the weight that was lifted off her shoulders you know so that was just a second precessional effect just from having this lady come over for $110 and accidentally save my marriage Okay, but it didn't stop there because then when my mother-in-law realised that this was the, um, the reason that she'd been holding herself back, she was able then to, you know, start to become more of an example of, of somebody who was empowered and, and went on and, and created um, a new career at age 60 to become one of the best people in that career and you know hit huge huge results and become one of the greatest inspirations definitely of my life and to impact me in a way that really showed that you know for, for some reason I thought that the prime of your life had to be when you were young and what she showed me was that there's, you can have as many new beginnings as what you want and your kids are eventually going to grow up and have their own children and what's important is that you just get on with your life is that you can't control your children, you just have to love them unconditionally. And what an incredible lesson that was a precessional effect. And so in serving myself, in actual fact, I was able to serve myself on a much bigger level. And that story doesn't end. Of course, there was huge amounts of um, flow-on effect that happened from her learning to love herself and accept herself and become more empowered as a mother because that affected her children eventually that will affect her grandchildren absolutely. And so by you know actually opening up and, and understanding that there are ways in which that you know your life is going to play out that you're not going to understand and they seem random. Events seem random and yet they're not random provided you stay in the moment and you focus on that person that's in front of you. And what could make their day? What, what could you do that could significantly make their day? Could it be that you could offer them a lift somewhere? Could it be that you listen to their idea and encourage them? 
you know, could it be that email or that phone call that we spoke about? Could you go over and help somebody pack up their house and move and unpack and, and you know, contribute in such a way? What is it that you could do that could really benefit somebody? What about the children? What could you do for the children? Now, even if you don't have children, I bet you know somebody who has children. And if you could empower a child, then how would you ever be able to measure the processional effect that that can have in the future? Because what you sow a seed in today into a child, what could that blossom into later on in life? You know, think about teachers that encouraged you. Think about the people that um, you looked up to when you were a kid and then what influence that that has had later on in life. <clears throat> you know, and are you grateful enough? Have you, have you got the gratitude right in your heart that will be able to fill up so that this week you can be of greater service to people? Now what if I stretch you even more and say, you know, what if you used your unique skills and talents and you came up with a way that could actually impact a thousand people over the next year? What would you create? Now it has to be something that is your unique skill and your unique talent and that you could empower yourself as a project to work on. But you know, what's a thousand people? Okay, so if we think about 10 groups of 100 people over the next year. Where could you find 100 people and what could you give them that was going to empower them? It could be a bookmark that you get a thousand printed. It could be a thought of the day that you email out to a database. You know, what could you actually do that even if you just, you know, hit the jackpot with one person that allowed them to know that you care and that it meant that then that springboarded them onto the next place that you would have contributed your bit or you've done your bit because you're of service. And so for me, that was always the adventure, was wondering, you know, who I was going to meet and what story that I was going to be aware of and really listen to. And so when I meet people, I often say, you know, give us your three minute story. And they usually go on for 10 minutes, but that's okay. Because people love to talk about themselves. And you, you will learn so much about somebody when you give them permission to shine and to get excited and in the story. And they will share with you some of the most incredible things that's happened because they get the feeling that you're there. And, and when you understand from after their story and say, so what, what's the next chapter? What are you looking to achieve? How can I help you? and you serve them genuinely and you connect them with the person that they need to be connected with, you know, do you think that that has a knock-on effect? Not just to them, but to you. And what I'll gen generally do is when somebody says, this is what I'm needing, I say, right, I know just the person and I'll get my mobile phone out and I'll dial that person's number and I'll say, oh my goodness, you need to meet this person. I'm just going to put them on. Here they are. Have a good chat. Goodbye. And I put the person on and they're like, oh, 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 hello. Well, my name's this and my name's that. And, you know, Kate's introduced me to, to quite a few people and they're never wrong. And so I just trust that there must be something when we meet. And, you know, I had this um, occur the other week and I was at lunch and I'd asked um, a mentor, a lady, a friend of mine who had had huge success and I'd heard about her quite a lot, but I'd not ever met her. And a new opportunity was opening up in her life and, you know, I had new opportunities and so it was a good chance to be able to meet and, and I was really grateful for her time. And I said, so, you know, what are you looking to do? What do you want to achieve? And she told me about her new project and I thought immediately of somebody I knew and so I called them on the telephone and I said, great, now that you're on the phone, I'm going to pass you over here and I want you to talk to this lady. And it was interesting that, 
you know she had only met me once or twice and so she didn't know that I kind of did this randomly and I passed this stranger onto the phone she was like well who are you what do you want from me what are we doing here and she was very closed off and it was interesting because the lady that I was sitting with at lunch and I could hear her tonality say I don't know why we're gonna meet don't you know Kate Kate just knows that there's something we need and I trust Kate so I guess we should meet where do you want to meet and it was a really interesting conversation because later on the other lady called me back and she said I was so rude and I really feel that you know I probably have blocked this opportunity now how could I make it up to her because you know I felt as if you know I was at work and I wasn't expecting your call and I didn't understand why I should meet and I wasn't really valuing the connection and I was like that's okay she's fine she'll be okay but why don't you think of what what could you do that could serve her because in actual fact she is going to provide you with a huge opportunity all right and there might be opportunities for all of us but at this moment what I see is she has a bigger opportunity for you than you recognize and she was like oh, oh, oh okay now she's a health practitioner and she's like I'll gift her a session I thought oh that would be wonderful because I bet that that is exactly what she was needing and what happened what it, how it played out in that next week is that um, one of uh, this lady's uh, close friends had passed away and so she had to go to a funeral and when she got back here was this gift certificate and she got gifted this you know this um, balancing session and massage and aromatherapy and you know this incredible experience that <clears throat> she wouldn't have had unless she you know followed through with with the trusting that if she could be of service to me and then I could be of service to her and she could be of service to somebody else well then she can live her life in trust and then everything will work out as it should work out now as it turned out you know there wasn't much business relationship that was there and there wasn't that much that was going on but they did connect one more time and catch up and um, it so happened that this practitioner was saying you know I'm really looking for a, um, a place that I could work from and um, <clears throat> this other lady said you're kidding because another girlfriend that I just had breakfast with she is a practitioner and she has got a place that she's looking for a quick sale and uh, they got in the car and um, her and her partner drove over there and it was perfect and um, she's been able to do a vendor finance deal and, and a joint venture on um, securing the property and start to be a practitioner from it and it's two and a half blocks from where her ideal partner who she's just met lives and so it's kind of you know right from the beginning you don't have to know how you're helping people and it might not play out within the day okay it might not even play out within the week but I guarantee you if you follow those relationships through in that gut intuition and I was so excited when I heard it you know it was probably a month and a half later and I said you know it was it was interesting that that relationship I thought was kind of dissolving with this lady because I was I was something else had come up and and we'd never been able to connect again and I rang the original person I said did anything ever come of that because I'm just checking that maybe there was a reason and I was just meant to meet with her to connect you with to you two together and she said absolutely that's what's happened and now I have this place and this place and this is all lined up and this was perfect and I could just let it go you know what and as soon as I let that relationship go it got a lot lot better and more opportunity came from her and I when we connected the next time so just recognize that when when this whole service thing happens is that sometimes it's a bit higgledy-piggledy you don't really understand you know I think I'm helping somebody but it seems that they're resisting my help 
And then not only are they resisting my help, they're avoiding my calls, they're not even returning my emails. So go back to the original intention. And what I do is go back to the original intention and say, maybe it had nothing to do with me and my part and this is over. And I just detach and go, you know what? I don't need to serve that person anymore. They seem fine. They're actually on their way and they're headed off in a different direction. And then usually what happens is, boop, they pop back up into your life if they're meant to or they disappear right out of their whole existence. And that's perfect. That's right about spot on exactly what it should be. You know, and your life is coloured more beautiful because of the bees being selfish. And your life will be coloured a lot more beautiful because of the people who served you. But they might not necessarily need to be in your life right now. So it doesn't mean that you have to go back and, and gather all these people together to be able to hold them close. You know, great friendships are ones that you can let go of, but when you need them, they're always there. And you know they're great friendships because there isn't that emotional <clears throat> there isn't that emotional blocking or that feeling that you know I have to do anything or I have to be somebody or I have to be somewhere in actual fact it's a real um, feeling of freedom of that I'm enough and when I get around to it and when we finally catch up won't it be wonderful and so you know who can you be of service to this week who are the people that have really helped you and acknowledge that um, people have helped you and then how many times do you need to pay that forward you know where can you get started can you get started immediately can you help somebody right now and what could you help them with could it be a child doing their homework uh, could you help somebody cook dinner could you help somebody pack up their car pack up you know do their emails clear them out for them anything that um, makes you feel great because you get the afterglow of helping somebody and if everybody spent their life being of service to everybody else, how quickly do you think we'd be able to not only transform the planet, but actually create some place that is a much better place for all the future generations and really empower each other to enjoy the process? You know, do things that you enjoy doing of service in your talents and it doesn't even feel like work. You know, and that's what's exciting to me about the personal development side of stuff is it's not work what I do, you know, it's exciting and, and I love to do it. You know, work would be if then I had to understand how to get that out in front of people. But I have a team of people who, who love that part of it. So just recognise that the team will arrive when you're really clear. And when you decide on how you want to serve and you get moving, you will attract the right team towards you. And so just enjoy the process and help as many people as you can on your journey and your processional journey so enjoy it have a great week bye this presentation is designed for educational and informational purposes only the workshop materials and presenters information contained within in no way provide legal tax or investment advice to participants the information presented is designed to provide participants with reference material towards creating the success they desire. Unauthorised copying, public performance, broadcasting and renting of this material in whole or in part is strictly prohibited. If you would like more information, please go to www.leisureseekers.com.au.